let's talk some racing now with our SEN track analyst, Chris Nelson. So make sure you get ready because here come the tips. Good morning, Chris. Let's finish the year with a bang, mate. Well, Matty, let me just say, after last week's performance, uh, if I don't come up with the goods tomorrow or this weekend, you won't be wanting to back it because that was disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. I think we had one close second and that was it. Yes, exactly. Well, I wasn't going to mention, I wasn't going to bring up the war, but that's okay. We'll, mate, we'll back you. We'll be backing you in regardless. Righto, let's go to Randwick. Let's start there first up. Uh, and the first race. So you've got a winner for us in the first at Randwick. Well, we know Team Snowden uh, have got a lot of good two-year-olds and a lot of good two-year-olds heading towards the, uh, the Magic Millions in four weeks' time. Now, we saw Godfather come out and win at Eagle Farm last Saturday. And we saw Sovereign Fund come out and win at Wyong on uh, Wednesday in the Magic Millions race. So there's two. Here's another one. Number three, Snapback. Cost $825,000 at the Magic Millions yearling sales. Beautifully bred. Beat home Godfather in a recent Canterbury trial. Uh, neither of them are pushed out. And as I said, we've seen what Godfather's done. and We've seen what Sovereign Fund has done. I don't think there's a lot between those. And now we've got this one. I'd say he'll be just as good, if not better. So race one, number three, Snapback. He won't be any big odds, but I think he can kick off the day a winner for us. Oh, we like that. We'll start the day with the winner. Let's go to race six. We can take out number four, number six out of a pretty big field here. Yeah, number 11 for me. I'm going to throw out the or throw the barriers out the windows here. I mean, look, we might get a few more scratchings just to bring this one in. But number 11, uh, the Philly Sunshine in Paris, trained by Annabelle Neesham. Just a two starts. Impressive winning a maiden at Canberra. I know that's not a massive uh, race in the scheme of things. But then went straight to a listed race at uh, Doombin a few weeks ago and ran a very good third, finishing off strongly. Had the tempo in the race been a little bit stronger, it would have allowed her to, uh, to run on and run over the top of those leaders, I'd suggest. 1,400 metres on Saturday looks ideal for sunshine in Paris. As I said, she's just got to overcome that wide gate. Where they settled in the run remains to be seen. But I'm going to take all that out of the equation and just say back her. Race six, number 11. Sunshine in Paris. So I like, I like what you're doing here. You're going to get us off to a, a winning start with race one. Middle of the day, race six. We've just found one there. And then you're going to back it up with one in the final race, race 10, which is the Furphy Handicap. Just the one scratching so far, number 11, Devil's Triangle out. Yeah, Matty, I, I think the whole of the country or everyone having a bet tomorrow will be on this one in the last. Number six, Brumos. Now, Chris Waller trains. Uh, she's an American-bred mare. She's uh, been luckless on a couple of occasions. The latest was her last start. She just could not get a crack at them in the straight at any stage. Uh, jockey was just sitting up in the irons. Nowhere to go. It was a horror story. This time around, guess who jumps on board? J-Mac. Now, if anyone's going to turn her fortunes around, it's going to be him. And uh, I think that she'll win this last race. I think there'll be cheers all around the country. This might be the, uh, the Christmas ham, this one. Race 10, number six for Umos. <laughs> Race 10, number six at Randwick. All righty, Eagle Farm we go. So let's start here with race two. There's nine races on the card at Eagle Farm. Primal Scream is out of this one, so we can take out numbers one and nine at the moment. Where are you landing race two at Eagle Farm? Race two, number 10, Star Gamble. Kelly Schweder and uh, Jimmy Orman, our top jockey combined here. Looks an absolutely perfect race for him. He's had the three runs back. He's run first, fourth, and third. His third at the Gold Coast last start was in a much stronger race behind RNT, who came out and ran a close uh, placing in the Gateway, uh, one of the features last Saturday at Eagle Farm. Down in weight, down in grade, was down to run at Ipswich, actually, yesterday. 
Uh, they scratched, would have won that race by about five lengths. They've scratched and decided to run here. That's another positive, I think. He'll be winning. Race two, number 10, Star Gamble. And then into the next we go, a 1,600-metre event. So race three. Yeah, number two here, Al Burke. Uh, was a definite non-win. It had about 30-odd starts for one win. Came up here, ran second first up, and then won its next two. So it's gone from a non-winner to a very much informed horse. Now, he really knows how to find the line. He gets back in his races, but he savages the post. 13.50 his last two runs. He gets to the mile tomorrow. I think he'll wrap up the mile on what he's been showing of late. Uh, not badly weighted, I didn't think, with the 59. Uh, in this particular race, he'll be charging at them late. I think he'll win. Race three, number two, Al Burke. And then race five, mate, over 2,100. So the Ascot Green Grand Prix stakes. We've got a clear favourite here at number one, but a small field, just eight in the field. Yeah, and I'm going to say number one here. I don't like tipping them at short odds, Matty, as you know, but uh, I really think this, this horse is the better of the day and this horse is really going places. We've got uh, the other one there from uh, your neck of the woods in number three, Tradition, trained by... Uh, uh, James Cummings, Jimmy Byrne will ride racing really well. Last start winner at Canterbury, but I just think Kovalika bolted in at Doombin last time out. Chris Waller and Jimmy Orman combined. Four starts in total. Has not put in a bad run. I think he'll be winning and winning clearly. Best of the day. Be the anchor for everyone's multis. Race five, number one, Kovalika. Kovalika it is. Good on you, mate. Uh, have a great weekend. Thank you for everything across the year. Have a wonderful Christmas, and we will regroup next year for a winning 2023. <laughs> we're, we're backing you in, buddy. You must have no one else. That's all I can think of, mate. That's <laughs> no one else. Thank you very much. I appreciate it to you and yours. Have a great uh, Christmas, and to all the listeners, in the, we'll look forward to doing it all again in the new year. Uh, talk about putting the pressure on. Thank you, Chris. Good on you, mate. So, Randwick, race one, number three, snapback. Uh, race 6, number 11, Sunshine in Paris. And race 10, number 6, Frumos um, with J-Mac on board. Eagle Farm, race 2, number 10, Star Gamble. Race 3, number 2, Alberk. And race 5 there, number 1, Kovalika. So racing across Ramwick and Eagle Farm, thanks to Chris Nelson. And we will um, have him back next year. He's a great man, does a lot of work. He hasn't had some luck lately, but uh, let's hope that he gets it back online. 0457 736 736, top sporting moments, your moment of the year. Um, well, <laughs> McHugh says, my moment of the year was Brandy coming out and saying something most NRL supporters have thought for 10 years. The Melbourne Storm brought all the grub tackles, etc. into the game. Well said, Brandy. Uh, thank you for that one. Uh, the Socceroos make the last 16 in the World Cup and we're all over them. The Wallabies lose by a point in consecutive weeks to teams ranked one and two in the world, yet we want to sack Dave Rennie. Merry Christmas, Mr. Quintessential. Oh, there's a thought process for us to try and digest in the last show of the year. 45 minutes left, so still plenty of time for us to debate anything on the table. Back after this.